0: And we're back with another episode of what is quickly becoming the Chris-Chan podcast, but is actually the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. I'm Jason.
1: I'm Amanda.
0: And we're back with another one of our Chris-Chan episodes. This is part seven in the series. If you haven't listened to parts one through six, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. You probably yeah. should do that first. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, this is going to be really confusing. <laughs> but well, Who
1: would do that anyway? Who, who would,
0: would tune in on... Episode seven. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a good standalone. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. So to to remind everybody where we left off, Christine had done an interview with a a troll named Sir Arthur Spatchcock, who was like this British dude and did a really funny. She did a really funny interview with him. And then she, um, she started getting mail addressed to PewDiePie.
1: That's right. Because people
0: tried to trick PewDiePie into dealing with Christine. PewDiePie didn't fall into the trap. And Barb had had to go to court for uh, $4,000 that that she owed. Um, It was the first in a series of times when their money problems involved them going to court. Mm. And that's sort of where we left off last week. So we're going to pick right back up. No dilly-dallying as (laughs) has been the motto.
1: Dilly-dally. Yeah.
0: And so we're going to go ahead and move on. And so now we're around just time wise. We're around March, 2016. So what age would you have been? 2016.
1: Um, in 2016, I would have been, uh, oh God, how old am I? <laughs> what? 30. 40. What is that? 34?
0: 34. Yeah. Yep. So why are you
1: making me do math? I don't know. I'm live sorry. Live on air. I'm sorry this for that. This is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, Christine's 34, and it's March 2016, and she starts listening to th- these things on YouTube that are called binaural beats. Have you ever heard of binaural beats? I have. Okay, so Christine starts listening to them, and they're some of them are designed to, like, do things. You're supposed to listen to them while you're sleeping and stuff, mm-hmm. and it, like, could change your body, supposedly. I mean,
1: if you believe that. Yeah, if
0: you believe that. Well, Christine definitely believes it, and she starts listening to... Trans ones that will help her grow breasts and become, turn into a woman. Oh. And Christine thinks these work wonders. She she posts on YouTube about how great the binaural beats are for, in three months, growing her boobs an inch, according to her. Huh. So that, there you go. But take that for what, it, I don't believe it, but you know. Um, In May 2016, Chris legally changes her name to Christine and gets a driver's license. And everything that says Christine Weston Chandler. So Christine well, is now that officially Christine.
1: More, because okay, your driver's license has your sex on it.
0: Mm-hmm. She got that changed too.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Yeah. Her name and her gender changed on her driver's license. And she got a woman card from Hillary Clinton's woman card campaign. Oh, the so, I'm
1: with her? Mm-hmm. So she had
0: a thing that said woman <laughs> card, and she had her driver's license. It's like, she's done it. Got a woman the card. The transition's full I now. I
1: don't have a woman card.
0: Yeah, well, around this time, these two new trolls come in. They're, they're, they say they're a lesbian couple named Sam and Ellen. And they want Christine to maybe inseminate one of them so they can get pregnant. And so they want Christine to inseminate one of them because like Christine's a lesbian but still has a penis. Uh. And she also has shown on camera at this time that she has a little mini fridge stocked with her semen. So she what? has, she has like a backlog of semen and she wants to help lesbians facilitate lesbians What if they want to have a kid with oh. a lesbian.
1: Oh God. Yeah. What I'm just picturing, like, uh-huh. I'm just picturing like um, a dorm room mm-hmm. mini fridge, mm-hmm. little cups with, of jizz in it. With, like, but oh god. Uh-huh. Oh god. What? I don't. I I have questions, What's but the questions? I don't like what kind of cups.
0: I guess. I guess she got them offline. The little cups that they use the whole jizz in oh like at
1: the sperm bank yeah oh mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know. like like coffee cups
0: yeah and sam and ellen convinced christine that she needs to show her sexual prowess because they want to inseminate they don't want to use the frozen sperm they want to inseminate her traditionally oh. so she has to film a video demonstrating her sexual prowess with a blow-up doll that gets leaked immediately so we have Probably the fourth time there's been a video of Chris slash Christine having sex with a blow-up doll.
1: Oh, my God. Now, was Christine planning to sell the sperm? She just... Or is gets... this, like, just donation?
0: Yeah, she keeps it because she's very convinced that in the future science is going to enable her to carry a kid. And and that the binaural beats are going to work. And she's going to transform fully into a woman. And she could carry a kid using her own sperm. And also... She's very interested in helping lesbians who are interested in having a baby and being inseminated but they don't want a gross man doing it they get a lesbian it's oh. perfect in her mind.
1: But if you're carrying your own
0: yeah i don't know how that's supposed to work.
1: inseminated child It's it's comic fetus. book
0: yeah it's comic book cartoon logic i mean that's I all i really need to say.
1: Understand.
0: Yeah. No one does. Where
1: would the egg come from?
0: She believed that her sperm would either turn into eggs or that she could listen to binaural beats that would produce eggs in her newly formed uterus that she got from listening to binaural beats. Or science could implant a uterus. She she commented on a lot of articles of scientists working on that.
1: But if your body had an egg and your body had a sperm Mm -hmm. and both were your own... Yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't that be like...
0: I don't know. Inbreeding. I don't know what it would. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm not, it doesn't make logical sense, but this is what Christine thinks. Okay. So, you know, th- that's what it is. It's uh-huh. crazy. It's crazy. So now they're begging for money a lot. Christine starts using Barb to beg for money. She starts putting Barb on camera and saying, like, say this. Say we need this. What do you need? to try to get people to donate money or buy her things off of eBay and everything like that, which is kind of gross. And people start suspecting elder abuse mm. because of the way Christine is talking to and using Barb to gain sympathy, to get money on the internet. And then she's also still buying Legos and stupid shit that costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So it's pretty bad. Next, in uh, June, 2016, a video of Christine advertising her services as an escort this time is a female escort is leaked. She wants to be a lesbian female <laughs> escort and her name is, she calls herself, I think, like, like Stephanie Busty Cakes or something like that. So
1: she wants to, okay. Uh-huh. So she wants to be an escort for women, women mm-hmm. to purchase mm-hmm. her services. Mm-hmm. I see.
0: So she tried being an escort as a man. Right, I,
1: yeah i remember that and
0: it didn't work so she's didn't trying it. she's trying it again because now she's a, she's a woman
1: i mean she's got to try
0: everything again basically right. right well yeah yeah so now we get to june 2016 christine tweets and she's like mad about her the the brother that had divorced that was like estranged that was a kid that barb had previously had before oh christine. yeah i forgot she yeah had
1: like a half Mm-hmm. Sibling. Mm-hmm. The one that like broke up with the family. It was yes. like you people are fucked.
0: Yeah, Christine starts tweeting about him and saying like he should give us money. He's the worthless brother. He's living in New York just burning away money. And she's very upset that apparently her half brother is not helping and he should be. Which is weird because she she never met him. Like it's it's weird. Mm-hmm. In June of 2016, later in that month, Christine claims that the binaural beats have cured her of her autism. So Christine doesn't have autism anymore. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: Congratulations. Yeah,
0: so that's nice from listening to... I don't to...
1: think that's how it works.
0: Yeah, but she says it does. She said her CPU speed was increased 10% because her autism was gone. According to her, autism takes 10% of your CPU.
1: Your brain power?
0: Yeah, but she she calls it CPU.
1: Okay. She's
0: very... It's it's a the way a computer works is the way your brain works in her mind, and so autism is a virus. She does believe this that autism is like a computer virus that was programmed by some evil entity, and that it distracts from your CPU processing power, and that's why autism is exists.
1: Uh huh.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right. So, <laughs> the, just so you know, the notes before here I wrote in giant letters. Oh my god, because what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> It's insane.
1: Okay. What I'm
0: about to tell you, I have a hard time getting through it, but I'm just going to plow right ahead, okay?
1: (laughs) Great.
0: Okay. So, Christine thought, this is later in uh, July 2016, Christine thinks the binaural beats are, are working on her, and she posts about how if she pokes her fingers onto her taint, she can feel where her new labia are growing in. And they're coming in, and she thinks they're going to sprout. She's going to sprout labia and become a real woman from listening to these binaural beats. But it's not happening fast enough for her. So she takes a knife, and she cuts a hole in her taint to re- to try to release the labia that she thought was growing from listening to those binaural beats.
1: Where was the taint piercing in all of this?
0: I don't know. I think she cut below where that was. So even closer to her hole than that. <sighs> um, And she did some real damage. She took a picture of it and posted it. And it was people... I never saw it, but people freaked out. They were like, you have to go to the emergency room now. You're going to die. Because there was like a hole there. Like, I guess an infection had occurred. Well,
1: Yeah, because she probably used, like, a steak knife from the kitchen. Yeah. And,
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, it's your taint. It gets really bad, and she has to go to the doctor. And she posts on social media, like... She's super excited about it. Her labia is coming in. She went. She says she went to the doctor, and the doctor told her her labia is coming in just fine, which wasn't true. And Excuse everybody knew that. Excuse me. Yeah, it wasn't true, and everybody knew that. Oh, and no. she got sick. It, it did It wasn't good. She was. She the bleeding didn't stop. She did end up having to go to the doctor, and they did end up fixing it. And people close to her leaked stuff about like, okay, she did go to the doctor, and they fixed it, but she just deleted everything off of Facebook about it and deleted her video about it and pretended like it never happened after that.
1: I would like to know how at this point she wasn't mentally evaluated because I'm, if you show uh, up at the uh, emergency room having I, and you're like I have a hole in my taint, mm-hmm. they're going to ask you what happened
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I maybe she lied? Probably. But, I mean, it would be kind of obvious, like, if you took a knife to yourself. The thing is,
0: there's no way to know. There's no way to know. There's, like, that privacy between doctor and patients. There's no way to know what happened.
1: Well, yeah, but I just, that (laughs) screams I need an an evaluation.
0: Yeah. Well, the next thing that's going to happen is going to scream that, too.
1: Oh, good.
0: Yeah. So, in August, this is August 16th, 2016. Whew. This is another one where it's. Strap in for this one. So Christine shares an article about uh, a mother and son in Mexico who were arrested on incest charges. Mm -hmm. And Christine responds by defending incest and saying that the son was over 18, that the mother couldn't produce ovum that would make an unwanted child, and that the love between them probably grew. And since they couldn't have a child, it was not a big deal. And she said she'd had sex dreams about her mom, and that was fine. And so she didn't understand why people made a big deal out of mother-son incest specifically.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. So we have now really, I mean, I told you it was going to get really crazy. And all that shit before was crazy. But now we're getting it like, I don't even have words for this really anymore. It's getting really far out there. But that's what happened.
1: And this was on Facebook? Yes. Or, okay.
0: This was on Facebook.
1: And she's just adamantly defending Mm -hmm. incestuous relationship. Mm -hmm. And
0: people are being like, what the fuck? And you know, and she just, she digs her heels in. She insists that it's, it's not that bad because they couldn't be a baby out of it. So it's like, whatever. (laughs) Okay. And people try to explain like, no, it's the emotional damage. Like it's not just the baby, but she doesn't, she doesn't understand that. I mean, she just cut her taint open. Ah, (laughs) You know? She
1: did cut her taint open. Why?
0: She's obviously off her rocker. This is what, this is the point mm. now in August, she posts uh, her disdain for Donald Trump and she's defending Hillary. And she's talking about how Donald Trump should never get elected. And she calls him Pumert, which is Trump backwards. And she says it rhymes with hurt. And that's what Trump's going to do the country. So she, from now on, will pretty much only call Trump Pumert or Mert. Huh? Mm-hmm. She's like, even backwards, you're terrible.
1: <laughs> it's kind of funny. Well, at least she got that part,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Now, now another local is going to come into the mix. So get ready for this one. Christine, in August 2016, she makes a video where she impersonates Lauren Armstrong. Lauren Armstrong, for those out there who don't know who that is, was a guy who was on To Catch a Predator and became sort of a meme because of the way he said, oh, my God. He said, oh, my God.
1: (laughs) He (laughs) said, yeah, he was on the Chris Hansen show, To to Catch catch a a Predator. predator. Mm -hmm. Chris Hansen comes out. Uh Uh-huh. He realizes he's been caught trying Mm -hmm. to do whatever with a minor that wasn't really there. Yes. And he's just like repeatedly keeps saying, oh, my God.
0: But it sounds like Cod.
1: But with his accent and the way he speaks, it comes out, oh, my Cod. Yeah.
0: And so people catch on to that. And a thing (laughs) sort of developed online called the Church of Cod. The Church of Cod. Which was people who just trolled that guy. Because Lauren never went to jail because a lot of the To Catch a Predator people didn't go to jail. And he just became a locale, like a meme online. And so Chris somehow discovered Lauren and does a video impersonating <laughs> Lauren Armstrong. So that's, that's
1: interesting. So in a way, Christine was trolling.
0: Christine was trolling.
1: Interesting. She was,
0: Christro- Christine was trolling Lauren Armstrong, which is something you wouldn't expect her to do as somebody who hated trolls so much.
1: Well, and someone that usually was being trolled. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah, later that month, she goes to uh, Comic-Con, and not Comic-Con, it's called Omnicon in Charlotte, and she goes there, and somebody does a weird interview with her. It's whatever. It's somebody trolling her, yet again, at a comic book convention. Next thing in November, she posts a death threat to Donald Trump on her Facebook, saying somebody needs to shoot him with a sniper rifle, and... That tweet kind of goes viral or the post. I think she tweets it. I think she tweets it and posted on Facebook, but it goes viral and it ends up being shared on like tons of right wing shows, Uh-oh. including Tucker Carlson. <gasps> really? Yes. So oh, Tucker Carlson no. has now shown a picture of Chris Chan's tweet. Christine has made it to Fox News.
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She was on Tucker's show. Uh-huh. And they're I,
0: like, this is how bad the liberals are triggered by Donald Trump. This is how
1: much they hate him. Mm-hmm. Because she, she he's m- doing great things. Yeah,
0: she makes it into a Min- Milo Yiannopoulos speech. She makes it onto InfoWars. They show the tweet.
1: Alex Jones. Alex
0: Jones shows Christine <laughs> tweeting about Donald Trump. As an Donald example Trump. of the evil mm-hmm.
1: libtards and their social uh-huh. communist ways. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Isn't
0: that wild? That's...
1: Wow. Uh Uh-huh. She got famous.
0: Christine's pretty prolific. Yeah. That pretty much ends like 2016, 2017. The rest of the time, she's banned from Facebook because of the death (laughs) threats.
1: We had one more Uh place she's kicked out of.
0: So she starts using Twitter more, and she starts tweeting at like the voice actresses from My Little Pony, and that's going to go downhill. At first, they're kind of responsive, but you're going to see how that's going to go downhill. But right before that happens... It's June 2017, and it is the anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting. Mm-hmm. And Christine, being a member, a proud member of the LGBTQ community, is out at the the demonstration that they're having locally in Charlottesville. And what do you know? The news catches Christine, uh, and she gives a little a little speech to the news. And I have a video of that that I'm going to play <laughs> oh, no. now.
1: You know, they never choose the best people no. for like the live on the scene mm-hmm. interview.
0: <laughs> So here we're gonna here we're gonna play for you a click live on the scene video of Christine on the news talking about the Pulse nightclub shooting. Okay. Virginia community is also honoring the victims of that mass shooting from one year ago. New tonight, the student body at UVA hosted a memorial service to honor the 49 victims who lost their lives at the nightclub in Orlando, Florida. This all unfolded on the steps of the rotunda along University Avenue. The two hour long event included an opportunity for people to create art and share their tributes. Do not hate.
1: Hate is not so good, and to be paranoid is a bust. Feel the love that comes from us and try to feel love that you can offer at least from within yourselves for yourselves. People also
0: read the names of those killed out loud during the ceremony. The event helped to promote equality and diversity. Okay, so that's Christine on the news. Yeah, and how? Uh, so there we have again Christine on the news. I want to know what do
1: you think of that? Well, I was right. They never choose <laughs> <laughs> the best to do those mm-hmm. uh, live interviews. Yes. On the why is that? And and ble- okay, in the South we have a saying, you know, bless it, or yeah. bless their heart. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I can think. I'm just, I can't help but imagine. It's five o'clock. I'm home from work. I flip on the news, and I see. Her Uh giving this interview, Uh I would laugh my fucking ass off. (laughs) And I feel kind of bad saying that, but Mm. I'm being perfectly, I'm being very honest here. Like, I would just laugh.
0: Did you notice there was a big picture in the middle of the frame at some point that they showed that was like on an easel that they were displaying? And it said S-L-G-B-T-Q. Yes. Do you want to know what that is? Uh, Yes. Christine at this time, puts out a thing basically saying she believes that we need to include straight or cisgendered people in the LGBTQ community. And the S stands for straight or cisgendered because it's not fair to leave them out.
1: Okay. And so
0: they're, they're allies and they can be good. And so we shouldn't alienate them because she's reflecting back to when she considered herself straight and she felt alienated from the LGBTQ community. And so she, now that she's part of it, she's like, huh, these other straight people feel alienated. I want to include them. So she's mm. taken the inclusive thing and just ran all the way with she's it.
1: She's like, I'm going to take it even further. Which
0: I honestly think is kind of noble in a way. Like, I'm kind of with her a little bit in that, in the sense of being like, she doesn't want to leave people out. Her heart's in the right place.
1: Right. Her heart may be in the right place, but the reality is there's a reason why it's not yeah. SL. You know, Yeah, like... it,
0: there's, a, there's a reason why it's not the Black and White Panthers. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right.
0: Yeah. But I I just, I really like the fact that her heart's in that place because she does, she, it shows some empathy and some understanding of like uh, the way other people might feel, which she rarely does. So mm. I, I want to acknowledge that she's done it in this case. Now we're on to J- July 2017 and Christine keeps emailing and tweeting Tara Strong this like, this, this she's a voice actress from My Little Pony and she's blocked her once and then she unblocked her and then she got herself... I was
1: going to say, isn't that the same one that mm-hmm. she already had a run in a few years ago? Yeah, she
0: did. And now she's having another run in with her.
1: <laughs> That'll teach you to unblock Christine.
0: <laughs> and so... Now she finds this YouTube channel that's like a conglomerate of channels. If you're familiar with how YouTube works, that happens sometimes. And this one's called Planet Dolan. There's one of the animators on Planet Dolan that she really likes, and her name is Doopy Doover. She really likes Doopy. She just thinks Doopy's great, and so she starts tweeting at Doopy a lot and. Doopy decides to be nice to Christine, even though people warn her, she's nice like, to Christine.
1: Look out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch out for this one.
0: And so, Doopy, uh, she actually has a Patreon, and Christine pays her to make her a little icon on social media for her social media. And I was going to show you that icon real quick and see what you think. Okay. Okay, so this uh, is she, Christine paid $10 or whatever to get Doopy to do this uh, icon for her. And it's pretty good, right?
1: It's really good. This, this person clearly is. You know, an a, artist, a
0: very talented artist. Yeah, uh, Christine's much skinnier in the in the. It's a cartoon picture of Christine. She yeah, has it's the like medallion,
1: a, a caricature of Christine. She has the
0: medallion. She has the old shirt on. She
1: has the stripy collared shirt mm-hmm. and the the sonichu medallion. Mm-hmm.
0: But she's skinny, so it's flattering.
1: She's yeah. It's, well, it's in the style of like anime, but mm-hmm. in a in a weird way, it still looks very much like Christine. Yeah, she I has mean, her glasses on and everything. Yeah, long brown hair, the mm-hmm. the eyebrows that do this weird sort of straight across thing rather than arch, uh-huh. glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. So there, that's she does. She has that's the icon Christine will use for a while for her social media, and it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I was I was surprised how good it was because I was like, this person's dealing with Christine. You'd think they were a crazy person, but no, Doopy's actually very very talented and pretty smart. Hmm. So later in July. Doopy gets a tweet exposing Chris's past, but Doopy defends Christine and's like, she's only been nice to me. She's not been weird to me. And Christine thanks her for, you know, defending her. And then she's like, oh, I love you, dear. And Doopy's like, well, that's a little creepy and weird, but okay. And then she keeps tweeting her and keeps tweeting her and saying, like, hey, darling, it's National Girlfriend Day. How are you doing, my girlfriend? And Doopy gets creeped out and eventually is like, Christine, you are becoming weird. Uh, because yeah. she basically is trying to sort of extort a relationship out of her at this point. Mm-hmm. And so Doopie, like refunds her the money for the for the commission. it's like, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Wow. And Christine doesn't like that at all. And things will take a, a little bit of a weird turn. So now we get to late July, August. It's the end of July 2017. And Christine attends a three-day BronyCon in Baltimore.
1: <laughs> Bronies!
0: Yes, she again maintains that she's not a brony; she's a Pegasister, which is oh, the, right. the, the the term. Right. But it's called BronyCon. She said people were really, really nice, but she went and talked to a lot of the My Little Pony actresses and creeped them out, and they would <laughs> respond and post on their social media like that. Christine girl came up to me and like would warn each other about yeah, her. Like, so
1: stay away. So she
0: again she's messing with with them. Later that year, she continues to tweet at Doopy and gets blocked. She continues to tweet at. Ter- Tweet at Tara Strong and gets blocked. She makes a new Twitter Twitter to re-follow them, but and not post anything. But then she soon posts on her own Twitter and confesses that she has been yeah, following she him.
1: Can't help herself. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is really creepy and weird. August twenty seventeen. Later that month, she she makes her own My Little Pony that she calls Nightstar, and she thinks Nightstar is real and is like a My Little Pony version of her
1: okay
0: mm-hmm. I
1: mean although I guess we' shouldn't be too surprised I mean she did make Sonic Chew. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so now she might as well make her own yeah, fucking her my own little pony pony yeah yeah and that'll be her September 2017 uh she gets a new sweetheart so that there had been a girl on her Facebook there had been a few people that were on her Facebook regularly and posted things and there was a girl named Jessica Quinn who had been on there for years and she'd been interacting with her for years but they decide, They want to try to have a relationship. And both of them claim that it's a real attempt at a real relationship. And I still don't really know if it's troll or not. That's how good the trolls are at this Mm. point.
1: Well, if it was somebody that was there for years, it might actually have been
0: real. Yeah, there's no real way to tell it's it. I mean... I think it was a troll, but like I said, the trolls have gotten so good by this point, it's hard to tell. They're
1: stealth. Mm-hmm. Stealthy trolls.
0: So now, <laughs> this is just an aside, but it's really weird. Later that month, she emails famous psychic Yuri Geller, claiming to have psychic powers and that she wants to use to levitate. Yuri tells Christine, like, that's crazy and, like, stop wasting time with uh psychic powers and, like, just help people. Mm. Because Yuri Geller is like... A famous psychic, but also a, a, a rational human, right. at least in that sense. So that's pretty funny and weird. And Christine's mad and decides she doesn't like Yuri Geller anymore, which is pretty funny.
1: But she still believes she's psychic.
0: Oh, yeah, she thinks she's psychic.
1: Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. In September, Jessica breaks up with Christine for secretly following Doopy and other female creators <laughs> on forums after she had said that she didn't follow them anymore. Oh, no. And now Jessica's Facebook gets hacked. And Christine finds out about it, and she blames that on their breakup. So she can she turns it against the trolls, and once again, the trolls have ruined her relationship mm-hmm. by hacking Jessica Quinn's Facebook.
1: Right. They're, they are to blame, mm-hmm. not her.
0: Yep. And that is pretty much where I think we should stop it for this week, because the next thing that's going to happen is really... Oh, man. It's a long thing, and uh, I, I don't think... We should get into it this week because it's long. But next week we will deal with uh, what's called the Idea Guys Saga. And that is a crazy series of events that we will go over in next week's episode. And then that's kind of near the end. We are very quickly approaching the end of the Chris Chan story and getting to modern times. So Mm. the Idea Guys Saga will pretty much take up most of the rest of what happens with Christine. And uh, except for one big final hurrah that we're gonna end with, but does it involve her taint? Yeah, everything does. Everything does.
1: Everything involves her taint. <laughs> Basically.
0: <laughs> and so great. I thought maybe we'd take a second here to reflect on what we've what we've seen so far. I think it's pretty obvious that Christine has now lost all touch with reality. She's been so warped by all the trolling and paranoia and just stress of her life. That she really doesn't view the world the way any normal people do. And she's now become like a caricature of a human. Yeah. And it's the internet and media that made her that way. And it's now it's now, it's now now funny to question what she does. Because it's like, why even question it? Who knows why she does? Like, she's now a full-blown crazy person. And it's really kind of sad. Because even though I knew not to, I wanted to root for her the whole time. But, I mean, she is not really good all the time. She's only good some of the time. And it's just a hard story. And I think that's why part of why I wanted to tell it. This story's tough. Mm-hmm. And we went through some pretty crazy stuff. And I appreciate anybody who stuck with us this far because it's a crazy, crazy story. Uh, it's real. If anybody would have made this up, I would question how what kind of a fucked up person they were.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So... I just wanted to, you know, kind of leave it there and say that's that's where we're at for this week. Next week we'll be taking on the the big Idea Guy Saga and then after that we'll be wrapping everything up. So we've we've made it through most of Chris Chan's story and ah uh, yeah.
1: What a ride.
0: What a ride we've been on so far. So tune in next week to find out what ne- what happens next in the crazy saga of Chris Chan on the Carolina Snowflakes podcast.